With a look at Radio on the Go Sports, I'm Dwayne Carstens reporting here on KLMJ for a Monday morning. Weekend scores, high school football playoffs continuing at the Unidome over in Cedar Falls. Van Meter, last year's 1A champion in 2A now, as we spoke about just a few minutes ago. The Van Meter Bulldogs off to the championship to defend uh, their a championship anyway. In 2A now, they're uh, doing well. They beat Monticello 35-21. to They will meet up with Central Line George Little Rock, the powerhouse from Northwest Iowa, to beat Spirit Lake 28-14. to the 3A semifinals held on Saturday as well. Sioux City Heelan defeating Creston 16-13. And Williamsburg's Raiders absolutely pound Solon 45-14. College football from Saturday saw Drake continue to be undefeated in the Pacific Coast League football. 16-14, they beat Presbyterian. Missouri State, a shocking win over the UNI Panthers, and it wasn't really close. Uh, the Bears dominate the Panthers 35-16. The Iowa Hawkeyes get the shutout as uh, they uh, do uh, the under. 22 points, 22-0 win over the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, and the Hawkeyes uh, continue to maintain a chance to win that Big Ten. Also, uh, Iowa State, a big win over BYU on late, late Saturday night into Sunday morning. 45-13 as Iowa State uh, rolls past BYU Cougars. And uh, some other scores, uh, Quincy over Upper Iowa, 38-28. It was Valley City State defeating Waldorf, 31-21. And Ellsworth Community College was beaten by Butler Community College on the road, 47-8. Panthers on the short end of that. College of Volleyball over the weekend, Kansas in five sets over Iowa State. It was Illinois-Chicago in four sets over Drake. Northern Iowa defeats Valparaiso in four sets. And it was Upper Iowa defeating Maryville in four sets over the weekend. Also yesterday, of course, big uh, matchups with college basketball. The Iowa State or the uh, Drake women outscored Iowa State 22 to four in the second quarter and held off a second half rally by the Cyclone ladies for an 85-73 win at the Knapp Center in Des Moines. Taylor McCauley scored 27 points as the Bulldogs posted their first win over the Cyclones since 2019. You know, it's awesome to be able to come out and support support a phenomenal group of women from both teams. What a great showcase of back to the roller coaster of, you know, you watched really great players make great plays. And that's Drake coach Allison Pullman. ISU roared back in the third quarter after the ladies trailed by 18 at halftime. We didn't come out ready to go, but I will tell you one thing. This team came out to compete, and they did everything that they could do in that fourth quarter um, to put themselves um, in the lead. And freshman center Audie Crooks led Iowa State in a losing effort with 23 points. We knew it was going to be a battle, and, you know, we can use the excuse that we're young because it, it's the truth, but that's not what we want to lead with. Uh, we just need to take what happened tonight, you know, uh, um, and what happened in that second quarter and take that in stride. And I feel like at the beginning of that third quarter, going into that fourth quarter, that's exactly what we did. You know, we turned it around, we got it tied up, and I just think we need to continue to have that mindset from the jump. It was Iowa State's first loss of the season. The third-ranked Iowa Hawkeye women outscored Northern Iowa 35-16 in the third quarter to blow the game open to a 94-53 victory at a sold-out McLeod Center in Cedar Falls. The second half, we just we got in a roll. We shot the ball much better. Taylor came in and had some. Gabby had some. But I was really happy with our defense and rebounding tonight. I thought in every quarter we controlled that. 
Um, and I don't know if we, you know, maybe we didn't catch you and I on the best night or injuries or whatever, but uh, I thought our team played really well. Fans came out and supported this game, and that's what you want for an in-state rivalry. The Hawkeye ladies limited the Panthers to two of 19 shooting from three-point range. Gabby Marshall snapped out of an early season slump with 17 points. Caitlin Clark scored 24 and in the process became the school's all-time leading scorer. She broke the mark set by former National Player of the Year Megan Gustafson. Obviously, it's special getting to do it with this group, and Megan reached out to me last night and basically just told me, like, go break it, like, you deserve this, and I think that just speaks to the culture that Coach Bluter's built here is, you know, she develops really great players, but also people that want to see other people succeed. And Clark views it as an honor as she shares it with her teammates. You and I shot a dismal 25% for the game. And uh, uh, Maya McDermott for the Panthers limited to just under 11 minutes of action. And uh, again, it was the first ever sellout for a UNI women's game with the Iowa Hawkeyes, number three in the nation, coming to town, getting the win. Also yesterday, the Iowa State men's basketball team was in action against the Idaho State Bengals. The men to go to 3-0 with an 86-55 win over Idaho State. Several local student-athletes have been named to the Iowa Girls Coaches Association's All-State Volleyball teams as the more postseason honors come in. And let's take a look at those. Dighton Hartford senior Peyton Peterson was named the state's player of the year and Class 2A player of the year as well. She also was named to the elite All-State team and joined locally by teammate Jaden Peterson and Carly Willis of Grundy Center. Dighton Hartford head coach Diane Harms was named Class 2A coach of the year. The Class 2A first team All-State volleyball by the Iowa Girls Coaches Association, Carly Willis of Grundy Center, Jaden and Peyton Peterson of Dighton Hartford, and Marin Bixby of Dighton Hartford. Class 2A second team, Ellery Luring of Grundy Center, and Kinsey Mulwinkle of Applington Parkersburg. Class 2A All-State third team volleyball, Abby Jensen of Dighton Hartford. The 2A fourth team All-State, Ava Page and Ava Salvo. The Avas from South Arden and Grundy Center's Lucy Lebo. And the Class 1A second team All-State, Trevin Smith from AGWSR. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for their All-State honors. You can view all the All-State volleyball teams at RadioOnTheGo.com. The Class A District 3 All-District football team has been announced. The North Butler Bearcats were part of that and well-represented with 12 players honored on this year's team. First-team offense selection, Tana Argus, a utility back. First-team defense for the Bearcats, Griffin Buss and Carter Miller, both on the defensive line. Second-team offense selection, Brody Wangs is at quarterback. Second-team defense include linebackers Brady Austin and Pryor Whitaker and defensive back, Colton Becker and defensive lineman Chris Whitty. Honorable mention, Stroker Cope, uh, linebacker Lucas Goodrich, offensive line, and honorable mention, all district Clayton Towsley, a wide receiver. Defensive tackle Hunter Rodemaker was recognized as the defensive MVP again of the district. So, congratulations to all those uh, North Butler Bearcats for their postseason football honors. And late Hampton four-sport athlete and 1980 graduate Brad Abbas was inducted into the 2023 Bulldog Athletic Hall of Fame just uh, earlier this fall during the football season. Abbas passed away in 2010, so his mother Dorothy and his uh, sisters Shelly Creighton and Sherry Sweeter accepted the honor on his behalf. Abbas was a letter winner in football, basketball, track, and field, as well as baseball, earning 12 letters during his time as a student athlete representing the Bulldogs. He was also the student council president his senior year. In football, Abbas was a first-team all-conference center 
his junior season and his senior year was recognized as first-team All-State by the Des Moines Register. Abbas led the Bulldogs with 133 tackles and was also fulfilling his duties of punter and place kicker for the team. In basketball, Brad was a reserve on the Bulldogs State Tournament runner-up team his junior year and was honorable mention all-conference. In baseball, he lettered his sophomore through senior seasons. In track and field, his junior year qualified for the Drake Relays and placed fourth in the shot put and sixth in the discus. His senior year, he set school records in the shot put and discus and placed second in the shot put and third in the discus at both the Drake Relays and at the state meet. Dorothy Abbas says growing up and into adulthood being a cyclone in sports uh, were uh, core parts of Brad's life and he says his time on the football field delighted his father. He loved it. He loved football. He loved all sports because he earned so many letters, you know. I think his career in football pleased his daddy very much. Brad is still with me all the time. And I didn't know a lot about football when he was there, but his daddy gave him a football when he was two years old, and his nickname was Cyclone. I always thought that was cute. They ended up being a Cyclone. Abbas continued his education and football career at Iowa State. A back injury ended his college football career, but Abbas finished his education at ISU, graduating in 1985. After graduation, Abbas moved to California and worked in retail, hospitality, and education field until his passing in 2010. Hampton Dumont recognizes Brad Abbas in the Bulldog Hall of Fame. And one game going on today of interest in men's college basketball. The Nyack Trojan men are hosting the Luther JV in Mason City. That's going to be it for Radio on the Go Sports. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting.